Street tonight, co-host Benjamin Albright. Benjamin, it's been too long. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. Happy New Year, by the way, sir. Happy New Year to you as well. Well, a new year and a new coach for the Broncos. That's uh, That search begins this week. Jim Harbaugh uh, will be interviewed by the Broncos this week. Sean Payton, who confirmed it on Fox TV, will be after the, the 17th because he's still under contract to the New Orleans Saints. And it looks like Dan Quinn also will be interviewed by the Broncos uh, down the road. Kind of take us through. Let's start with Jim Harbaugh since he'll be the first one out of the gate here. Uh, Harbaugh, obviously with the connections, Benjamin, to the, the Penners who are at Stanford, Condoleezza Rice, who has a very close connection to, to Jim Harbaugh as well, dating back to his time as the Stanford head coach. With Jim Harbaugh, when you look at him, what are the concerns for you uh, as far as him being a Broncos head coach moving forward? Well, the concerns would be that he's a guy that, uh, you know, his his style wears on you, and he, he generally only lasts at a place about four or five years. Uh, but that's the shelf life for an NFL coach most places, if we're being honest. Um, so, you know, I, I think that uh, there are people that are concerned that his game is or his coaching style is more suited for the collegiate game where you get a fresh supply of athletes every four years. The roster is constantly turning over, um, although he's had success at every level, including the NFL. So, uh, I, I think that uh, he's probably one of my two favorites for the job, but I, I do think there's some concern about the way that he is being an odd person and, and the style with which he coaches uh, wearing on people. What are the positives of Jim Harbaugh in your book? No, he wins. I mean, he wins everywhere he goes, uh, and, and he wins big. Um, you go back and you look at, at what he's done at, at various different colleges and, and obviously with the 49ers. I mean, the man went to a Super Bowl with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. So uh, I think that uh, uh, he can win. He, he will win everywhere he goes. He's never lost. And, and I do believe that uh, uh, that success is, is ultimately why you're in the game, right? Obviously. And I think in the case of Jim Harbaugh, as you mentioned, took the, the Niners to the Super Bowl, lost to his brother uh, John and the Baltimore Ravens, went there with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. He's He's, he's, he fits the mold in that having a, a guy that's been a coach in this league and not turning to the, you know, once again, another first-time head coach, uh, Nathaniel Ackett, Vic Fangio, and, and obviously Vance Joseph prior to that, that Harbaugh has been there, like you said, wherever he's been, whether it's San Diego back in the day, Stanford and, and Michigan, and likewise San Francisco, the guy knows goes how to win football games regardless what, what level he's coaching at. Well, yeah, you know, it's a proven pedigree, and, uh, and and I think that's something that Denver definitely needs, an adult in the room and a pedigree to, you know, to match, to be able to bring them back to the level they want to be at. How much say could he potentially have in personnel? Because that was something I believe that came up in the Carolina Panthers discussion with David Tepper with Harbaugh about how much, you know, allegedly how much control he would have in regard to personnel. How do you see that, if it is Harbaugh, Benjamin, how do you see that playing out in Denver? Well, you know, George Payton is one of the most respected talent evaluators in the league, won an award from his peers, uh, you know, for his abilities with, with that. I think that initially uh, Jim Harbaugh would try to work that out with George Payton and uh, would try to coexist. Uh, if that doesn't work out, uh, Ed Dodds is an assistant in uh, in Indianapolis, and that's kind of his guy, and I would imagine that if that didn't work out, he would uh, try to bring Ed Dodds over. Do you see Jerry Rosberg? having a place in Denver. I, I know with Jerry that he's kind of weighing whether or not he wants to, to go back to being retired, how much fun that he you know did he have uh, doing this. It seemed like he, he really enjoyed 
being out with the players and, and coaching once again. And I think he had a very positive impact on this team. I think he'd be a great uh, addition down the road as a special teams coordinator. He's, you know, that's what he's, his stock and trade is. Do you see, because the Harbaugh connection, Rosberg maybe reconsidering retirement and, and staying in Denver? Uh, I think it's possible, you know, and it, it's possible he could wind up as a special teams coordinator on on a staff here in Denver. Um, you know, it really just depends on what those coaches, you know, if they already have a guy and, and then whether or not Rosberg actually wants to do it or whether he wants to go back to the job he was doing uh, before he came to Denver, which was helping guys who were out of the league find jobs in the, you know, in kind of the civilian world. And, you know, he enjoyed doing that, too. So uh, I, I think there's a place for him here if he wants it. The question is whether or not he wants it. I know Dave Logan, Benjamin, asked uh, Jerry yesterday during the postgame about possibly being interviewed for the head coaching job. He's 67. Do you th- they won't, I mean, not, not to knock his age or anything about that, because I think you don't have to be, you know, 30 years old to be successful. Age provides experience and wisdom. I think we've seen that with Jerry Rosberg. Would Jerry? It would even be on their list. Are they even going to talk to Jerry Rosberg about this job? I, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But you never say never, right? Well, I think they would give him a courtesy interview if he asked. But I also think Jerry Rosberg is too classy to ask for that, knowing right. he's not going to get it. So, um, I, I think that's kind of the the situation or the scenario there. I mean, he knows he's not being seriously considered for the job, um, even though I thought he did a pretty good job over the last couple of games of. Uh, reigniting the professionalism of some of these players, you know, down the stretch after that Rams collapse on Christmas. So, uh, do I think that he is owed a courtesy interview if he wants one? Yeah, absolutely, I do. Uh, but I also think he's too classy to, you know, to demand one. Eight fifty KOA's Benjamin Albright with us today on the Team Sports Network. Let's move on to Sean Payton, who yesterday on Fox on the pregame show uh, uh, verified that uh, he will talk with the Broncos. Broncos reached out to Saints ownership. Uh, to grant uh, that interview for Peyton with the Broncos. And and how it's worded is that the Broncos understand and agree with New Orleans' asking price of a first-round pick and more. So they it's not necessarily they have a deal done. It's more the Saints have said, here's what we want. If you want Sean Payton, and if Sean Payton wants to come to Denver, this is what you're going to have to pay. It's not like they've agreed anything yet, and certainly Sean Payton also plays a huge role in this. He has to decide he wants to coach the Broncos. Kind of take us through the, the, the Sean Payton interview that won't happen until after the 17th. Well, that's the other leg of this, is that Sean Payton has to want the Denver Broncos, and I'm not 100% sure that he does. Uh, the permission that was granted by the Saints does not allow the Broncos to negotiate a contract or even offer Sean Payton the job after that interview. Uh, it's just a chance to sit down and talk and have an interview with him. Uh, obviously, the Saints want a first-round pick and more. Uh, the Broncos are short on draft capital because of the Russell Wilson trade, uh, and that's without even getting into the other logistical hurdles here with Sean Payton. Sean Payton's defensive coordinator would be Vic Fangio. That would present a problem in bringing him back to a locker room that uh, is somewhat divided on him, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Sean Payton had four losing seasons, uh, seven and nine records, with uh, Drew Brees in his prime in New Orleans. Uh, I think the legend of Sean Payton outpaces the actual production of Sean Payton. His, his resume is not that much different than, say, Mike McCarthy's. Um, so, you know, I think there are some other things there in place, and then it's not even getting into Bounty Gate or any of that stuff um, that, uh, that, that, that maybe put a pause on that. Sean Payton's a big name, but I'm not sure that Sean Payton's coaching resume matches up to Sean Payton's big name. It also seems like there's, there's been a lot of hype about Payton because when he was on – 
uh, Colin Cowherd show about what he would do to fix Russell Wilson. You know, cutting up Russell's best plays, and we're going to play the hits with with Russ, the stuff that that, that speaks to his skill set. That that kind of I think led some people Benjamin to believe that that Peyton would be really interested in in coaching Russell Wilson. I think there, he was just answering a question about what he would do to fix a, a particular player, and that player happened to be Russell Wilson. I, so I, I I tend to agree with you a little bit that I think Sean Payton, while he's been to two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl, there's there's a level of overhype when it comes to Sean Payton. Plus, there's also the thing, too, that, that he wants to have, at least what we hear, a greater say in personnel. And how would that work with the, the other Payton, spelled differently, and George Payton? Yeah, that's that's the other part of this, too. I don't believe George Payton would be the general manager of the Broncos anymore. I believe that Sean Payton would bring his guy in, which would be Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace was the general manager of the Chicago Bears, who famously traded up one spot with no competition to draft Mitchell Trubisky over Pat Mahomes. Uh, and so, you know, I mean, that's that's another thing you kind of have to look side-eyed at a little bit. Uh, with Sean Payton and answering the Russ Wilson question, yeah, I mean, I think that's what it was. He was just answering a question about a guy on a show because what Sean Payton runs on offense, which is a lot of in-breaking routes, Mills concept, dagger, dino, uh, square ends and slants, uh, doesn't mesh with what Russell Wilson does well, which is throw outside the numbers and not really look over the middle of the field. So that presents yet another kind of oddity in this in this situation. You mentioned that, that Sean Payton, has put together his his staff and Vic Fangio, former Broncos head coach, would be his DC. Who else has he has he mentioned as possible members of a of a staff? If for somehow you know for some reason this all comes together and it they can find a way to make it work with with Vic coming back and and all those things, who else have you heard Benjamin's on that staff for Sean Payton? Well, there's a possibility that Rob Ryan would be on that staff. There's a possibility Pete Carmichael would be on that staff. Um, you know, he, he would be looking for a solid offensive line coach. So uh, there's a possibility, uh, you know, Aaron Cromer would be on that staff, people like that. Um, I, I don't think any names that the, the casual football fan is really going to be familiar with outside of maybe Rob Ryan. Uh, most of these guys are just NFL lifers at, at, at various different position groups. Benjamin Albright, 850-KOA, Broncos country tonight, uh, joining us on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. And I mentioned that uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport uh, reporting that uh, the Broncos have requested an interview with Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. He was one of the finalists for the the job in Denver when uh, the Broncos ultimately hired Nathaniel Hackett. So it looks like Dan Quinn could be back in the mix once again to be the head coach of the Broncos. Yeah, he could be. And and in the interest of full disclosure, I have a little bias. I know Dan. Uh, I was pulling for him in the last cycle. I really wanted him to get the job. I, I thought he was the right guy for the job. Uh, I still think he could be the right guy for the job. Uh, you know, if Dan Quinn does come, he probably brings Brian Schottenheimer with him uh, as, as some type of either offensive coordinator or quarterback's coach. Schottenheimer was Russell Wilson's uh, offensive coordinator 2018 to 2020 when he had the, the, his best production stretch. Um, I think Dan Quinn would probably keep it. Gerald Evero is his defensive coordinator. Evero was Raheem Morris's right-hand man, and Morris is Dan Quinn's right-hand man. Uh, so I, I have a little bit of bias on that one, uh, and I think if they get Dan Quinn, I don't think it's settling at all. I, I think he could be the right man for the job. You mentioned you have a personal connection to Dan Quinn. Uh, outside of that, as far as what, what about Dan Quinn do you feel like maybe puts him a leg up you know we're talking about harbaugh and payton sexier names bigger names but what makes you benjamin feel like that maybe dan quinn has a leg up on those two guys i just think dan is uh is, is a is a 
a great coach overall. He's, he's kind of a player's coach in the sense that absolutely no one has a bad word to say about Dan Quinn. Uh, the other two guys both have had successes in their own right, but uh, if you talk to people who worked with them, they'll, they'll tell you. I've had people coming out of the woodwork to tell me that, that Sean Payton will throw anyone under the bus. It's never his fault. I've had people coming out of the woodwork to tell me that Jim Harbaugh is a jerk and very tough to work for. You won't find a person who worked for, with, or played for, or with Dan Quinn that has a bad word to say about him. Uh, he has had a track record of success. He's been to a Super Bowl. Uh, people talk about the offense fa- falling off when, when Kyle Shanahan left, but uh, Atlanta had a top-10 offense every year Dan Quinn was there. He knows how to work both sides of the football. Uh, he knows how to be the adult in the room while still being a players-type coach, and, and I do believe those things are inherently valuable when you're when you're a head coach in the NFL. We're talking with 850 is Benjamin Albright on the Jim Davis Show. Uh, you mentioned Ajiro Evero, and I've seen a list that says that he is – potentially going to get an interview for that coaching job. Where do you see Jero Evero's career going? Do you think he would want to come back if he's offered the D.C. job again for next year with the Broncos? Do you think he'd be willing to stick around as D.C. next year? Do you think he's going to get interviews elsewhere for other head coaching positions? Where do you kind of see uh, Jero Evero going uh, for next year? Well, a couple of things. First of all, he will get a head coaching interview with the Broncos. Do I think he's? Uh, I think he's the fallback option if none of the big three take the job. Uh, Raheem Morris will also get an interview with the Denver Broncos for the head coaching job as well. Um, will Evero get other interviews? I'm not sure. He might. He's very highly thought of inside the building, and they believe he will be a head coach someday. Uh, he is currently still under contract as the defensive coordinator of the Broncos for the next few years, so they can uh, force him to stay if they if they so wanted to. Um, I think he would like to be back. I think he wants to be a head coach, but I, it's it's so tough for one-year defensive coordinators to get a head coaching job, uh, especially and, and sadly uh, if you're a minority. And so it, it's just been I don't know that he'll get a head coaching offer this cycle. He may get interviews. Um, I think he's on the head coaching fast track, and I think by next year he could be. The other thing that plays into this, and part of the reason the Broncos kept him under contract at the D.C., is part of the new rules that if you uh, have a minority coach who gets promoted to be a head coach or gets promoted to be an executive, uh, you are awarded draft picks from the NFL. And the Broncos are perilously short on picks because of the Russell Wilson situation. So if he were to get a head coaching opportunity, they would be very excited for him. 850 KOA's Benjamin Albright uh, joining us today on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Benjamin, is there a name that we're not hearing about or talking about right now that we will be discussing in another few days of interviewing for this job? Well, Raheem Morris is one. Uh, Jim Caldwell will probably get an interview as well. I think they're, they're trying to talk to his people and see if they can get that worked out. Um, I, I don't think that Raheem Morris or Jim Caldwell are going to get the job, but I do believe both will get interviews. Benjamin Albright with us today on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. You mentioned Ajiro Vero could very well end up staying in Denver as the Broncos defensive coordinator. Who else on the staff might have a chance to to stick around and be part of the Broncos in 2023? Well, uh, Bill Kolar's retiring, so it won't be him. Uh, Christian Parker, the D-backs coach, um, is very highly thought of. I do believe that he could stick around uh, and probably would stick around if ever over here. 
Um, beyond that, um, the running backs coach, uh, Darrell Wheatley, could, could probably stick around. Uh, Justin Otten would, would probably stick around if Dan Quinn were hired. Otten was a four-year assistant for Dan Quinn in Atlanta. Uh, so that's, that's one scenario that he, he might stick around as well. And then, of course, Jerry Rosberg, uh, if, he, if he wants to, could be a name that sticks around as well. Now we're pulling for our guy Ben Steele, who's from here in the Valley, <laughs> played at Mesa, of course played at Palisade High School, played in the NFL. We'd love it if Ben uh, was able to, to, to stay with the, the Broncos coaching the offensive line. We'll uh, keep our fingers crossed for Ben that – that uh, maybe that'll that'll work out for him when it's all said and done your prediction today on january 9th benjamin albright who will be the next coach of the denver broncos well you know i've always said that this was a two-man race between jim harbaugh and dan quinn um i think the the harbaugh stuff is kind of up to michigan if michigan pays him he goes back if he does uh and he gets the offer from denver he probably takes it so i'll handicap it as as, uh, jim harbaugh with a slight favorite with dan quinn as the number two option and Sean Payton, you think the chances are extremely slim? Yeah, I don't even think he wants to be here. I think he's using this as leverage for jobs he actually wants. He just bought a new house in Manhattan Beach. I think he wants the L.A. job and is waiting for Sean McVay to announce his retirement. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't be surprised it it doesn't play out that way.